swings up. Watch it now. for North America, this is Colin. Can you hear me? The show that tackles your questions in an ongoing quest to find the answer. Now, here's your ginger-bearded host, Mike Schaefer. Yo. Webby. I'm about it. We're, we're, you're in. Um, still, still here yet or not? No, he uh the first link didn't work, man. Oh, it didn't? No. It like my, my phone was like spinning. I tried on Wi Fi, off Wi Fi, it wasn't working, but the second link worked right away. Okay. Well. There you go. Uh oh. I'm in. He's there we in. there we is, there we are. I'm in. What it do, what it is. Oh. Um Fellas, it says recording. Can you hear me all right? Because I feel like I'm on. Yeah, the this. Phone. By the way, this looks and feels way more official than version one of this podcast, which I I have to say could have been done a little better. This is crystal clear. This is yeah. like how clear is it? Crystal. Crystal. Crystal clear. Crystal clear. Um. So. Real quick, Webby, you've been listening. You you've been going on a deep dive through our archives, right? Yep, yep. Give me the like the the good and the bad. What 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 has aged poorly and what has aged well with this podcast that we started five years ago? Yeah. So <laughs> the, uh, easy easy peasy lemon squeezy. What's aged the best is our Mother's Day and Father's Day podcast. They're good. To go, uh, I think each year on the date. Uh, right. What aged okay is our dialogue about sports. What aged poorly is Warren's jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I don't look it. I think the only thing that aged poorly was like our lack of an ability to technologically run a podcast. Other than that, I think it's probably the best show it's ever been made. I think it was pretty money. We didn't even know it at the time, you know. How many years, like, when we think of, like, things that are ahead of their time, I don't know what's coming to mind. Like, I mean, are you, are you inferring that we were ahead of our time with this podcast? Because I don't think that's right. But we I, were think we were, I think we were at least a couple months ahead of our time. I mean, currently, we're now recording a, a podcast. Like, it's like we're making, like, a VHS tape in, like, 2002 <laughs> with what's happening right now, which I think we should still do because there's some merit to it. Right. I just bought last week three cassette tapes for a cassette tape player yeah. that I own. Oh, yeah. Where'd you buy the cassette tapes from? There is a, a store called Vintage Nuts. They sell CDs, cassettes, records. I bought a Dolly Greatest Hits cassette. Great. Uh, Garth Brooks, um, like The Fence, whatever that's called, something over the fence. Oh, yeah. And uh, The Lion King. Disney. Soundtrack. Oh my gosh! Yep. And look at while I, while I love those purchases, I cannot expect this store to be around in the long run. I don't know. I don't know. I spent three dollars there the other day, and that's that, that's the point I'm making. <laughs> and you were the prize customer. <laughs> and, and look at the store has merit. It's just probably not going to survive. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? I right. that that does make me. I mean, whatever the order. We'll have some agenda, but like, what was your first cassette tape? Do you guys remember? I can tell you the first cassette tape I ever bought without a doubt. It's very vivid. Um, I, I went down to a cassette tape store that was on the corner of Ludington and James, kind of like in this weird place. I don't even know what's there now, but um, Mandy sent me there i was young probably shouldn't have been walking alone 
And I bought her the single of nothing but a G thing, <laughs> Dr. Day, the chronic. Love That's it. Great. That's great. I, I don't remember buying a cassette tape. I'm, I know I did. I have early memories of taking old cassette tapes and recording the radio on those cassette tapes, but I don't yep. remember buying one. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I, um, I made mixtapes off the radio. That was a thing. My first I mean, cassette tape I purchased was uh, vividly also worn. Don't know where I purchased it. I'm not sure we, where we bought cassette tapes back then, but it was uh, it was the album Flesh and Blood by Poison. Wow. Yep. I, I, may, I may have had an Ace of Bass tape. I had I that believe CD. I did, but I don't think I bought it. I think my sister bought it. She was like three years older than me. She knew, she knew the good music. And I, <laughs> I think I, I believe I had a cassette tape of Ace of Bass. That's great. I feel like in that same trip to get uh, nothing but a G thing single, you know, they were in those like little cardboard sleeves. Yeah. I got a, a What's Up for Non Blondes. I think that was the two cassette singles Mandy sent. Oh, me. man. Four non-blondes. Four non-blondes. What's up? What's, what's going on? Still. Not what's up. What's going on? What's going on? Um, I remember a fishing trip in Canada where I bought my sister, older sister, Nikki, uh, the New Kids on the Block hot release step by step. Yeah. Solid purchase. Was really excited to give it to her as a gift. What did a cassette tape cost? Like two ninety nine? It was like five nine. Well, I didn't even remember what it was. Less than a gallon of gas. Guys, <laughs> well, these days, but even back then, probably. I don't. Re- I don't remember. I have no idea. What seemed like an amazing amount of money. I feel like then. a CD was like you know ten bucks. That's yeah. I feel like, like a CD that. was like twelve ninety nine or something yep, like that. Yeah, I agree. Like ten or twelve bucks. So probably like a set table. I mean, it was enough. It, it was low enough that with whatever change I found and was able to scrounge for my allowance, you could pick one up. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm thinking they had to be less than ten dollars. Oh, I, th- I, bl- I think you're on onto something there. That sounds right. Current day, current day inflation adjusted price of three hundred and forty two dollars. <laughs> and now they cost a dollar cassette. Dollar, except I feel like the Dolly Barton, or well, maybe it was the Garth. One of them was two dollars. I spent four dollars in that store. You probably could have gotten me to spend five dollars a cassette. I think they need to up those prices. All right, Shafe, what's the agenda for the show? Let's jump into it. All right. So, number one, this is way easier than what we used to do in terms of recording. Remember, we had Skype and used to knock us off. This is great. Two, the agenda for this episode, and I do not remember how we got into this show. This is Colin. Can you hear me? The podcast. Um, I think we need a quick catch up, like a one minute overview of what's changed in the last five years. I would love a Desert Island six pack which is the six beers when you're on the island that you would want forever. I think we can figure that out, right? I gave yeah. you all like an hour heads up on that. About it. And about, yeah. about it. Yeah. The third one, we threw a few topics around. I think we can get to Harbaugh eventually, but that's going to take some time. Name, image, likeness, NIL is interesting. The Pistons draft just happened, and it's exciting, so we could do that. I'm going to go... You know your choice on that. You guys decide once okay. we get there. Wow. Okay. All right. Ben, so, we want you to tell us what you've been up to. And by the way, it's been longer than five because in the recap, Ben said there was only one child, and that was Amelda, and Edward is seven years old. So, jeez. Oh, <laughs> so oh, yeah. all right. So so recap. Last time since last time we we recorded, don't know when it was, but. Either had one kid, one baby, or no kids. <laughs> Possibly no kids. I currently have a, a, a soon-to-be six-year-old and a two-year-old. Um, otherwise, nothing has changed. I still live in Florida, still crushing. You know, ninety-six aspects of life. The occasional slip up here or there, but no. And uh, that's it. I got, you know, I got, I got, it's, it's full on fight club at my house all night, every night, just battles, battle zone. A two-year-old and a six-year-old just going at it. It's fun until someone cries and that's the rules. <laughs> that's not a bad that's rule. That's not a bad rule. No, 
I'm okay with that rule. That's the update. Um, Next. Chase, you. Yeah, I'll go. Um, let's see. So uh, we did an episode when I had moved back to Georgia and we were doing some stuff. But largely I was in Colorado when we started this whole deal. Moved with Brittany, my ex-wife now, who uh, we got divorced right when the pandemic hit. But um, amicable. We're great. Um, text with her the other day. Um, in-laws came over yesterday to trim my cat's nails, right? So that's cool. Nice. Um, Why can't great. you trim your own cat's nails? I don't want to go in a deep dive here, but like you're not incapable or what? It's, it's um, more complicated than you would think, and we've trained them from years. I just hold them, and then one of them cuts them. So. All right, I'll accept that. You'll accept it. Um, uh, other than that... I live in an apartment now. Got my own place. There's some people outside me grilling right now. Um, Works really good. The pandemic's been good to me in that capacity. And uh, nothing else to report. That's all I got. Um, uh, Since we last recorded, I have two two kids. Maybe I only had one. Maybe I had a baby. That's also true. One is nine, one is seven. Uh, I was living in Livonia, so a suburb of Detroit, and I am now back in the motherland of Ludington, Michigan. Uh, great. Um, just easy living up here in Ludington. Constantly drive through the beach and look at the water. It's big lake <laughs> energy. Uh teaching in my old high school that ble Uh, my classroom is a classroom (laughs) i was kicked out of and threatened to be kicked out of high school for all eternity because i was moving like a cow um (laughs) coach basketball balls life um that's that's about it my hair is super long Uh, now let's talk about the since last week podcast your hair has gotten way better Yes. You've always had a good hair. Thank my hair is one of my best attributes. But but it's really stepped up in the last couple of years. Like yeah. last like eighteen to twenty months. Like when I when my hair is wet and a little heavy and what uh what I call a curl, which Dawn laughs at, but I've got a little tiny curl to my hair. Um it it's now like top of my back like it's below my shoulders i will say that context so when we last podcast and you were doing this kind of a normal white man haircut part yep. fade <laughs> fade part thing well it's not even now fade. like that's the other like irony of what you just said like the white yeah, man fade know, is not but a real everyone thing. understands what i'm saying you yeah short no, i long. get what you're saying but now you are straight up like you don't have a man bun but you have way more hair than you would need to have one correct you're kind of like a like a mullet Jesus look. Well, no, no. Actually, my hair is in a full, full back bun right now. Full bun. Back pony. Back pony. Back pony bun. Nice. Yeah, always. I'm, I'm Party either up like front. usually. T- I'm either like top bun with half of it down, yeah. or full on hair. I actually don't know if they have a name for your type of haircut. If they don't, we should get one because you know you have the top knot, you have the pony, you have the whatever. Yeah. But yours is like. I'm going to pull it back to the back. I'm going to pony it off the back or bun it off the back. Yeah. Sides and below back, let it party. Yeah. It's, uh, it's so a what thing. What do you call that? Um, I, I don't know. I think it's just, you know, it's I, lot I, of, I, yeah. I've yes. beaten to the, marching to the beat of my own drum with my hair. And I think you're uh, fashion forward, I think, is what it is. I'm letting it go all summer. Long hair, don't care. And I'm, I'm pretty firm. I'm going to cut it come, like, September 1st. Oh. We'll see. Maybe I'll just let it go and uh, donate it to uh, Locks of Love. You heard it here first. Baldo's lifelong hair don't care. That's right. (laughs) That is right. Lonnie Flash. Um, Can I say real quick, I so since uh, the podcast, I've been down to Florida several times on New Year's with Webby. I was there last April, not this past April, but last year. And Stoey, I was just in Ludington. Um, love coming home and seeing you there. Like, I just love all of your children. I just want to say that they're the best. Thank like, you. All of them. I just love spending time with them. So, thank that's you. That's it. That's we, it. We do have some pretty great children. We do. Um, 
It's weird. Chase seen my kids too. It didn't didn't do a global thing there. I said it about all your children. Yeah, all our children. I don't know. Some I outlined you. You have to replay this. You have to re-listen tonight. You have to edit. listen. Good I'm thing like, it's on wherever you clear. listen to podcasts. On wherever you listen to podcasts. Wherever you listen to podcasts. Spotify. I, I gotta be honest. I thought you were talking about Warren's kids, and I was reading an email. So if you said something else, I missed it. <laughs> anyway, let's let's keep going. Let's 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 move this forward in a positive manner. There we go. All right. So you're both familiar with this concept of like a six pack for life, right? So. If you're not, it's pretty simple. You build your six pack, one six different beers, and uh, I don't know how we do this. Do we do we each name a beer, or do we do our six pack and then discuss each person's? What do you guys think? Uh, I would think we, uh, we you gotta you gotta go just, you know lay out your six pack. Yeah, right. I think we lay out our six pack. Lay out. Who wants to lay out the six pack first? I do. Uh, Okay, I, I want to do this because I've been thinking about this now for about thirty five seconds, and uh, I've got a really good grasp of what I'm going to do here. <laughs> All right. So let's, let's this is this this is my six pack for life. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my first uh, beer, and this would be my like, uh, this is my everyday, my all day, if you will, pounder beer. I'm getting a Founders All Day IPA. Yep. Nice, low ABV IPA that I can literally drink all day. It's not just a clever name. Like <laughs> shitty deals. Right. Um, that's number one. Number two is uh, I have been drinking a lot of lagers lately. I am drinking a lager right now uh, from Hacienda in Milwaukee. And uh, when I was in Asheville this spring, changed my life. It's called Bright. Maybe it's just because it has a bear skull on it, but it is a lager. There will be a lager in my six-pack. Okay. Okay. Um, my next uh, beer is going to be... It's going to be like a hazy, juicy IPA. I'm thinking... Do you have a beer in mind, or are you just describing like a, what you want to... I mean, no, I, come I, on. I'm, I'm, I'm telling Webby's you the not style. happy with your level of detail. You need to... No! Well, you tell me. I, I'd like the bet. My fourth beer is the best beer. What is it called? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm thinking of which one I want in there. I'm thinking of which one I want in there. So I think I'm going to go with like a, like a heady topper. Nice. Heady Topper is what I'm going with. Okay. So, uh, uh, like a true New England IPA. Great. Um, And I need two of those because that's my favorite thing, right? Because that's just what life has become the last four or five years. So, I'm going to go King Sue as my fourth. Nice. I do not know what King Sue is. What is King it? Sue is a toppling Goliath. It's a, it's, I call it the original juice bomb. Yep. Um. Great. Okay, and then with my last two, how many beers are you having in this? Six I pack. It was a six pack. <laughs> I mean, you're, you've named like like at least five beers. I, by the way, I think I've named four. Um, I am gonna go with uh, like a stout, like a bourbon county. Yep. I'll just do a regular even. I don't I'm not gonna make this harder than it needs to be. I just think they're like the most yeah. tried and true, good to go, Berman County stout, barrel right. aged. And then my sixth beer, um my sixth beer will be a Holmes beer. I've refrained. I was originally gonna just name six Holmes beers. <laughs> um but my sixth beer will be a Holmes beer, and they had one. It was the first Holmes beer I ever had. It was called Mango Milk. Uh, so that that's another, like, IPA. So those are my six. Those are my okay. six. Three IPAs, all-day IPA session, mm-hmm. a lager, and bourbon county. Okay. If... If I like happened upon that and like these stores where they build you like a like a, a smorgasbord of beers or whatever in a cooler, I'd be I'd be fine with that. I'd be pretty happy. Like I, I'd pay money. How I'd pay 
25, 30 bucks for that. Yeah. And you know, I feel like now that I've said my six pack, I'm already have like some deep regrets, but, uh, (laughs) because I didn't think of homes till the end. I should, you know, I feel like just, this is my advice for you guys is as you're building your six pack, you should be thinking of the breweries you like. I didn't, I did not do that. So, but, uh, but I'm very back. I would, I would crush it. Um, most every night and that's yep. about what i do now anyways so well uh and to all of our listeners out there think about your own six packs too i know there's a lot of people that are going to be listening colin can you hear me.com so go and tell us the feedback webby bam so um yeah i've got my six pack right here i actually for some <laughs> reason i only wrote down five beers and i thought i had it done so i went to freestyle on the six but um beer number one i'm a big wicked weed fan Wicked Weed Pernacious IPA. It's high ABV, but still really drinkable. Love that beer. Great beer. Love it. Great beer. beer. Fantastic beer. Beer number two, I'm going to a brewery about a mile from my house called Hourglass. (laughs) They make a blueberry sour beer called Num Num. I can't take. I can't t- either. Taste like cough syrup, or it's the best thing I've ever had. <laughs> and I go back and forth. It's real close, but it's solid. Beer number two, local sour. Beer number three, easy easy call for me. I'm going back to the IPA High Life out of Tampa. Oh, that's great beer. Cigar great City. Beer. Yep. Yeah, it's delicious. Yeah, crushable beer. Yeah, I mean, like you can't. I can't drink like that all night, but you know. I can get a good three, four in me quickly. Yeah. Yep. Um, beer number four. This, I originally, I had to look it up because I couldn't remember what it was, but I'm a big fan of German beers just for like a Christmas standpoint. Mm. I like the Kolsch style beer. And the particular Kolsch style is a Killeberger Kolsch, which apparently is not German because it's brewed in Sanford. <laughs> but it's at a German restaurant by, uh, yeah, not so far where I live. You both have been there. Yeah, been there. Oh yeah, Dallas drink boots. a huge boot. Like better to drink that Kolsch in a boot, but eat a Kolsch in a mug is good too. I just I feel like I have to clarify something really quick for our listeners. Like the the boot, the German boot that most people know from like movies or maybe just like their time at a German restaurant. Mm-hmm. This boot is way bigger than that boot. That's fair. Yeah, I've seen it. That boot is not a normal size boot. Ben, it's bigger. I think the I think the boot at the at uh, Holler Box in Sanford's like like a two liter. Yeah. Or no, it's more than that. Maybe it's more than that. Three liter, maybe. I, I would I would say four. It was <laughs> huge. All right, so that's a great talk we just had. Um, but getting back to what we're on topic for, uh, my fifth beer. And this is where I thought we were ending the conversation for a relationship six pack is a is a Bud Light, super cold Bud Light with some nice. salt. Great. I know that's kind of going off resi a little bit, but give me a cold, cold Bud Light. Give me a little salt that Bud Light a little bit. Money. Uh, so those are five and six. I, I didn't pick a six beer. So I'm just gonna say I don't know the name of this beer, but there's a beer over in Titusville. I think it's Playlandia. I'm not really sure the brewery that I had years ago. That was like it was like a key lime beer. They served with like some whipped cream on the rim of the cup. Is it, it was basically like eating a dessert beer. <laughs> so I don't know what that is, but I'm going Titusville beer. I believe it's Playlandia. I don't know the name of it. There's my six. It's pretty good. Titusville key lime sour beer. With whipped cream, yeah. Um, and bonus, you get whipped cream on your desert island. That's great. And you feel extra good the next day. Oh, yeah. That sweetness is not going to make your head hurt at all. Nope. Um, also, what's happened is we've all turned 40. Um, right? Uh, whoa, oh, no. Stoey, you're 39. Hold still. On. Yeah. Hold on. Stop the presses. Not 40. Your birthday's in two weeks? A week? 10 week? days? Uh, week? 10 days from tomorrow. Shave. I'm, I'm, I'm waking up at 5 a.m. tomorrow to play basketball. There's only one guy older than me in the game. He's about 10 years older than me. He routinely yells at me when I complain about being old, my body hurting. <laughs> Age is nothing but a number. Let's go. 
Eight better. and the number. All right. My six pack. What order do I have here? Um, I did think about breweries a little bit, Stoey. Um, good, uh, good, good strategy. Uh, one of my go-tos is just going to be a nice Guinness. I got to have Guinness in there. It's a darker beer, but light, quenching, timeless. You, um, you, 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 and Greg Webb. Yep, love a good Guinness. Uh, I'm gonna go with a when. So the IPAs I'm going with are so that's number one. Um, Thor's beer, Tropicalia from Creature Comforts in Athens, Georgia. Um, 6% crushable. Um, probably not all day IPA, but you can have a few. Um, called Thor's beer because uh, Helmsworth and, and Avengers is holding it in his hand. Yeah, Great beer. Thor's beer. Um, I like to have a double IPA as well. Interestingly enough, Warren, hey, I Shay, went, when you yeah. when you edit this, Right after Warren said Thor's beer, can you drop a Lord of Thunder <laughs> over that? They actually have some like there's a little but like sound. If you bites do you that, that whole that whole segment will really hit. Can you throw it now, Shafe, or do you have to wait till after? Um, I have to wait till after, uh-huh. and if I I might end up hitting stop or something. So you could have you could have prepared. <laughs> do you know right. that I have the big red button on my phone right now that says finish recording? Like I think I could end it. I think we all could. That seems dangerous. That seems um, very dangerous. Don't hit it. Um, all right, Shane. Third beer. So that's two. Warren, I also went with King Sue, but I went with double dry hopped King Sue. That's a great call by you. Yeah. yeah. Um, OG juice bomb, but then they dry hopped it. So those are my two IPAs. I feel pretty good about that. Um, for the lighter fruity beer i went with new glarus and Stoy, you're gonna have to help me there's two of them one of them serendipity and there's another one there's three there's belgian red serendipity and strawberry rhubarb strawberry rhubarb is what i think i would go with because i need something that's basically just like waking up and having like a fresh squeezed juice but it's beer yeah i have actually have some belgian red in my basement i bought it last week Nice. Nice. Couldn't go wrong with all three of those. Um, That's four. Um, My day drinker is going to be a nice cold Corona with lime. Always. I almost went there. I I thought a lot about that. Yeah. You could do uh, Corona tornadoes with those. Yep. You could also put like some tequila on top of the Corona and it's just a party. Yep. Exactly. And there's a a lot of options there, Shay. Yeah, exactly. Um, Versatile beer. And then the I need a barrel aged Stoey went with Bourbon County, um, which would probably be mine. I'll change it up. I love a good KBS um, Kentucky Breakfast Stout from Founders, so um, I'll take that. That's my six pack. That's all right, good. that's very good. I would drink these all are, these six packs. These are all good islands to be on. Yeah, for thirty two minutes. <laughs> um, okay. So what do you want to, what are you, what are you all feeling? I have, actually, I have a uh, creature comforts, uh, cosmic debris right now, which is double IPA. It's a phenomenal. Uh, what are we thinking for the sports side of this? So, NIL so okay. Pistons uh, draft. I, I, I like to go NIL here because not only do I not really follow the Pistons a ton anymore, I know it's blasphemy on this particular show. But there's not on TV ever. I don't know mm-hmm. what they did in the draft. I know they did good stuff, but okay. I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to be a contributor there. Let's go nil. Webby, what are your okay nil name, image, likeness? Yep. I I have thoughts. Warren, you have thoughts. Webby, you want to talk about this? Kick us off. What What are your initial thoughts on how it's uh, impacting football? So or college sports in general, but mostly college. Football, oh, yeah, sorry. College sports, but feels like college football mostly. And yeah, I've got a quick – got three points on this. Three points. One, it was inevitable. Two, it's going to destroy college sports. And three, <laughs> it's not sustainable at all from a financial standpoint. I mean, it was inevitable. Everyone's complaining about the kids making money, you know, whatever. It was going to happen, right? It doesn't matter what your stance on that. I, I particularly don't think they should be paid, but – doesn't really matter. It was going to happen. There's no stopping it. 
Right. Okay. And I actually went in reverse order. Three, it's not sustainable. There's all these collectives in each big college town, like, right, local boosters or whatever, giving money. They mm-hmm. pool it and, and they hand it out. The amount of money they're giving out is not sustainable. There's no financial return to these guys. It's just ego and I can what I don't know what whatever it'd be like ego. Like I'm part of I'm part of you know Florida football. I'm part of Ohio State football. You know whatever. That's all it is. There's no return. So it's fun to do now, but I do not believe it's sustainable, and it's completely ruining the game. The game's never been the same. Never been the same, and it won't ever be the same again. And I think in 50 years we won't have it. Maybe even 20 years. I feel Doesn't like. Be, all right, that's it. I'm out. No, I just no. I feel like I mean we'll start talking. I don't know if it's not sustainable. Like I don't know if I agree with you there. Like there's no financial return. Yeah, but here's the thing. Like here's my one of my takes on it. You know, my kid like Amelda had a softball game today. There's no financial return on the the two inch by three inch Sportsman's logo that's on the back of her shirt either. Ooh, but, I, I, I think there's more return there than a lot of these guys. You that's know, but least, that's at least a local play. Yeah, but a lot of these NILs are local. I mean, like, you know, it's JJ McCarthy being the Ann Arbor Ford. Uh, now, I don't spokesman. disagree with you that there's a, there may be a return on that. Right. That's not NIL. That's small, small P's. I'm talking about. No, that is you know, NIL. But I'm saying, like, but the, even but the, the bag man. The dude is doing like $10 million a year to this, pe- this person. Yeah, do but, what? but we are assuming, though, that that was always happening. I, I feel like, do we think that's just happening more now? No, no, I, I don't. I'm not commenting on what was happening before at all. It certainly was under the table stuff. It, it's obviously more now because it's out in the open. Right, but, but I I'm guess what I'm these... trying to say is whether it was, you know, $2 million to Chris Weber under the right. table or $2 million out in the open, it still was $2 million that was given to him. And yeah, but, but 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 you don't seriously think like the amount of money being transferred to students under the old system is the same as now? Uh, I, I mean, I don't have a thought on it, but no. But I I do think it's more now. But I think a lot of it. I don't think every NIL deal is like just a bunch of shysters giving people you know ten million dollars. I don't think that that's really what's happening. No, but it's a lot of it though. I mean, they have these collectives. I mean, in, in Florida, there's one in Tallahassee, there's one in Gainesville, there's one in Miami. There's one in Orlando. It's it's local business. They put into a collective. It's a it's a group. No, and I get, they I get just, that. They just They're... hand out. They, I mean, it's just like a bunch of like middle aged dudes. Like <laughs> I'm gonna spend I'm gonna spend a bunch of money to hire a kid, but I don't think it, like there's nothing wrong with that. By the way, I, nothing wrong with it at all. I just don't think it's sustainable. I think I don't think that money is gonna flow. Like it's in the first eighteen months of NIL, the amount of money's been nuts, and I just don't think it's gonna flow like that for a lot. How could it keep? There's no return. That's all I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not even saying I'm against it. It's just an unsustainable model. Yeah, but I don't think those guys that are those losers that are giving them the money they they don't they're not looking for a return. They just want the kid to go to their school. Yeah, but right? they can't because there's losers who again, losers again, who wrote group for Michigan or Florida State or Georgia or whoever. I, I won't even call them losers. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> like they could do it this year, maybe next year. Right, but it's just not. They're not going to do it. Again. They're not going to do it for like twenty years. It was interesting. A- well, what do you, so Ryan Day came out, and obviously we have thoughts on Ryan Day from Ohio State. Um, for our listeners, head coach for Ohio State, uh, and he said something about I. We need a thirteen million dollar budget to sustain NIL. Like where, like if, and and this is where I I, I wonder. Like, listen, there are people with deep pockets who are just going to keep paying year in, year out. Like, uh, like tech, you think all the people down in Texas with crap tons of money and the only thing they care about is football aren't just going to keep paying for kids? Like, why do you think Sarkeesian and the Texas A&M and Texas are raking in stuff right now? They always have, but that could be a thing. But, like, is there – like, in Michigan – has been like Harbaugh's basically said like you're going to earn these deals. JJ's got his stuff, but you're going to come in and he. I don't know if he doesn't want to break rules or break the culture that he formed in the locker room. Blah blah blah. I don't know, but definitely Michigan's not doing the bag men play. Like, is there in the future? Like, where does it go from here? Because it's not going away, and the NCAA seemingly does not care because everyone said screw you, which they've been doing for years, but now they're really 
Well, Saints. I love it though. They're they're now trying to investigate the Miami booster for his collective, oh. and it's like, are you kidding me? Like, first of all, that guy's been this guy Ruiz. He's been donating money for like the last forever. Uh, well, to random cause. Is this the one that just gave that court four star quarterback like eight mil or nine mil? Yeah, allegedly. Yeah, that allegedly. Because uh, he flipped him from Florida. Oh, I think it was gotcha. Florida, right? I believe it was Florida. I may I may have it wrong. Flipped him somewhere. And, and whatever his, you know, they're all mad. You know, it was Florida. And they, they, the whole thing is the Miami collective gave him more money than the Florida collective. And it's like, okay, well, that's what we do now. Right. That's the reality where we're at. Well, and we're in a world where Dante Moore, the, the five-star quarterback from Michigan, who for everyone thought was going to be going, looks like he's going to Oregon now. Um and there's, you know, there's always talks of like the dad wants the parents want them to get money, but like it's also an 18 year old kid who's getting three million dollars. Like, put yourself in their shoes. I don't know, Stoey. What are your thoughts on like, where does it go? Does it matter? Does Michigan get screwed, or is it just like you're a blip? Michigan's obviously in a wait and see mode right now, which is like we're not going to do crap. Like, where does it where does it go in the next? There's year? a lot. Shit, there was a lot of power packed into that I, question. I, but I more, think, I don't think take it in order. I don't think it's going away, you know, <laughs> if 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 what Ben thinks is going to happen comes to fruition, that would be why it goes away. And like, whatever, if that happens, that happens. But this idea of like them getting paid, you know, like Ben just said, that's something that we all I think I don't think anyone anyone is shocked that we're here. No. Um, does it like lessen it? I, I think so. This I'm trying not to be like huge Michigan Homer, but this is going to sound Michigan Homerish. <laughs> but but it's but it is really true. Like Michigan's reach of just that brand is really big, like bigger than most any other school. So I think even there's no though, question about that. Even though Michigan, like, might not be totally all in on NIL. I think that, and this is saying a lot of young kids, and that's not a diss, but to but like young kids that maybe uh, are ahead of their time and have a business savvy to them will look past some of the NIL stuff because they know mm-hmm. that they're going to reap the rewards later on by attending a school like Michigan. So yeah. for Michigan, you know, I don't. It does matter, obviously, but I don't know that it's like the end all be all. Because even, you know, Michigan football was never getting, like, those crazy kids anyways, even before NIL. Right. Wait, are, never... are, you, are, are you telling me Michigan has, like, a like a policy of, like, not wanting to do NIL? I, no, do. no, I think they do NIL, but I don't know that they have one of those, cra- like, those coalitions Collective. that you're talking about. I bet. Yeah. I, I don't have any idea, but I, I bet they do. I can't imagine. That. I don't know. It, it, I by mean, the way. That doesn't mean they're all like doing bad work. I'm not trying to say there's, there's nothing wrong about it. No, it's, I, it's just the way it's happening. I'll have to send, and I'm not, again, I'm not as informed as I should be here with it, but as we sit here and talk about it, but um, we're learning, I guess. But like, it's, it's, it's been made abundantly clear, and Harbaugh's made it very clear that um, from everything I've read, that yes, they do have NIL. JJ McCarthy has like car dealership stuff, and like they're, they're making, they're getting opportunities. But in terms of um, like brand new recruits coming in, like they aren't, it's not a recruiting tactic. You know, Harbaugh, like I sent you that link about him wanting to do a uh, eating competition with corn and the cob. Like, like he's all about people earning stuff. And I'm pretty sure that's a big part of it. And I, I also think Ward Manuel's in here. So I don't know the details, but Michigan, Michigan is made it clear that they're taking a step back and a, a watching while they're still offering the opportunity, but they're not that if they have a collective, they probably do, but they're probably just waiting until, cause you know how much money Ann Arbor, like Michigan could pay more than anyone, right. but they're, they're waiting Pretty to much, do yeah. that. Well, and, and again, this is a little Homer I and, think. I get, and I get that, but I know some of those kids too, like with their NIL stuff. So um, like Blake Corum, you know, used a lot of his, I don't know if it was all, but used a large portion of his NIL money, bought Thanksgiving turkeys and Thanksgiving. Yeah, that was sweet. And and went around Ipsy and passed them out. 
JJ took his NIL money and I think he held like a free football camp for kids in Illinois. Yeah. Again, a lot of the, Oh yeah. Yeah. I think that was right. It was Chicago. Yeah. So maybe it was, maybe it was for like um, areas or kids that didn't have the access, but I think that some of these athletes at Michigan and they're not just at Michigan, they're probably all around the nation, but they're a little more, I don't know, enlightened, right? Like they understand that. Oh my that, gosh. Oh, <laughs> this is great. No, it's not though, but this is great. Maybe, maybe that's just cause I don't hear about the other stuff, but I haven't heard about that other stuff at other. They're just a different breed of kid up there, you know? Well, you tell me. You tell me about the Florida State kid that uses nil money to run a camp. Then, hey, listen. So this is the funniest part of all of this. <laughs> I think I'm, I think I'm about to make this funnier for you guys. So my nanny, I came up tonight. I was talking to whatever. How you doing? Whatever. She's a um. She's a, she's a sports department. She's 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 a new, new internship with an nil, basically an nil collective of UCF. Not gonna name it <laughs> due to the fact it's a public podcast, but she's in and she just had lunch with a famous quarterback in Florida. This and that, she's like, Oh my gosh, he was so great, whatever. And I said, Let me know how much to get into that collective. I want you, me, and him, let's go have lunch. I'm in. <laughs> so I may I may be an NIL donor to UCX, who I have no allegiance to, like pretty quickly. If she gets me this lunch. And that I'm not gonna name names, but it's I'll let you guys know on the side. Oh, Webby, you're recruiting against Michigan by doing that. I don't kidding. think so. I don't I think just... you. Again, I'll just go. I'll double down on my statements. UCF and Michigan aren't aren't in for the same kids. Of course, me. of course, they, they aren't. They aren't. They aren't. I know. I know. I'm just messing around. Um, either, but here's the funny part: either is uh, UF or UCF, but it's in reverse order. Yeah. All right. What's up, Shay? Where are we going next? That's what we college, have, guys. College football is going to end as we know it in a fair amount of years. College It's going to be a fun – it'll be interesting to watch this develop. I mean, this was – it just happened. It's going to be a bit of a, a shit show, and then we'll see where it goes from here. And then I'm assuming they're making video games again, right? I, they have oh, to can, 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 I, can I throw one last topic out? Sure. It's timely. And, no, I'm not going to talk about – Gibson versus whatever Mississippi, whatever health center, whatever that was. Um, more important to this podcast, don't mean to make light of that decision, is USC and UCLA to the Big Ten. Oh, very. I mean, it's what do you got? What are you guys' thoughts on that? Just it was just, it was, I guess it's not formal, but it was announced today and probably going to happen. Twenty twenty four. I love it. I'm all for it. Yeah. Yeah, I I, guess, I, I I think it's a, you know, and I'm a traditionalist. I I you can probably tell from, from my NIL stance, but I, I don't. I wish everything said the same was when I was ten. All the conferences, right? All the teams, uh, how we did things. But given that or not, I love the Big Ten like hardcore in the arms race, and it's basically Big Ten versus SEC. Who can get bigger, faster, right? Basically, I love it though. I love if it for if we're up to me. We'd have just like uh, one or two huge conferences, and it would be just like um, soccer, where uh, every year yes. a couple yes. teams move up, a couple teams yes. move down. Love this, you know. Uh, it's, you like, know. it's like it's like it, 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 you know, Sorry, now you're down in the ACC. You can Correct. play good there and come back if you want. Correct. But Vanderbilt, you know. Vanderbilt, you're not in the running for a national championship this year, whether you go twelve and zero or not. Because you you are not in the correct league, you you are not good enough. If you go twelve and zero, you will you might move up, and then next year you can compete for a national championship. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Oh man, I love it. You know, like you know, uh, most years Michigan State, it's been great. You played hard. You're now demoted. You're in the MAC. Go work <laughs> hard there. Do good. You know, yep. beat Miami of Ohio, and then if you do good enough, and you beat Miami of Ohio by enough points, you can come back. Exactly. That's what I want. But Warren, I think we're right. I think we're on. I really think we're on the way there because everyone in the Big Ten in the SEC gets paid way more than any other conference, right? That's why the Pac-12 is big. Uh, what is it called? The Big Twelve falling apart. 
Like, I read something today that the Pac-12 was paying per school like $18 million bucks a year for the TV, which I, I don't know what the Big Ten is, but I think it's like north of 50. Right. Hmm. Well, yeah, the Big Ten network is like huge. Right. Money-wise. But, right. but, but the conference takes all the money in from Big Ten, yeah, uh, whatever your network is, ESPN, whatever your – whoever else plays your games. And they divvy it up. Like pretty much – I think it's pretty much like pro rata per school. And like if you're in the Big Ten or SC, you make like 50, 60, 70 million. If you're in some other conference, you make like 15. Right. right. Yeah. I mean but, – but I love the fact the Big Ten reached out and snatched the only other two schools that anyone cares about. You Maybe Oregon would have been a good grab. Well, I, but, I think for the longest time, like at least in Big Ten country where I live, people wanted Texas and Oklahoma, but they knew that they yeah. weren't they weren't going to come. But that's just because Texas has got their they've got literally their own TV network. They've got their own Big Ten network. Yeah, but just, you know, but but, just but, even, but you know, they both those schools bailed the SEC last year. Yeah. So even while Texas is like a Notre Dame level network situation. Even they wanted in the SEC because they're making you know whatever twenty million dollars a year in the whatever conference they're in, but they're going to SC, they're going to triple it like yeah. r- immediately. So I think it's a baller move by the Big Ten, and I think Rutgers, Maryland, those schools are like just like fist pumping hard right now that they got taken to the Big Ten, you know whatever <laughs> that was eight years ago when no one ever cared. Because those people are getting paid. Mm-hmm. Well, right. Well, that was that was just Big Ten. It's a money grab, right? Because of the Big Ten network. That was the just... Big Ten network. They want to expand into New York and all that. But I'm telling you, like, like last year, Rutgers made like three or four times the money that USC did. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they're here. <clears throat> so now we so. add Lincoln Riley and USC. Chip. And Chip, if he's still around in 24, He'll be, um, they were good. The, the yeah, the, the travel is interesting, right? The thing that the biggest thing is like obviously the West Coast. A, a big thing for us is the, the three of us need to go to a Michigan SC game or UCLA. Oh that, man, that'd be awesome! I'd go we, out there immediately. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's I love it. Obviously, you have the Rose Bowl tie-ins, which is cool. Well, I, I just think, like, look at, like, seven, eight years ago, you wouldn't want this because you're a Michigan fan. But, like, you want to, you know, there's kind of like the Florida State model in football. And I'm a big Florida State guy, as you guys know. But you join a terrible conference. You dominate. You play for the title every year. You're at least up there, right? Because no one in your schedule is going to beat you. Right? Nobody. I'd love Michigan to pursue that. But that's not a sustainable model anymore. I mean, it's going to be a one-team, one-conference nation in a few years. And if the Big Ten doesn't do this, left behind and we snatched the only two schools that anyone cared for so I, think, I think it's an awesome awesome move i have a i have a kind of a comparable thing it's not it's not a move based off money but um that's the, a move based on honey it's the move <laughs> based off honey is that michigan high school football traverse city west and traverse city central last year said Thank you, Big North Conference, but we are going to leave you. And they are now in the Saginaw Valley Conference. Really? And for people that don't understand this, like that is uh, for a road trip, road game, that's about a three and a half hour drive every game for Traverse City. Uh, I don't think a Traverse City football team has lost to a non-Traverse City school in that conference in like something like eight or nine years. Yeah, because they're hmm. playing like Grayling. They're well, no, they're playing like they're playing Gaylord and Alpina and Cadillac. They're playing Cadillac, but Cadillac's not as big as Traverse City. And uh, yeah, they just they get to this the states, you know, the state tournament, and they play schools from down south, and they just get throttled after going <clears throat> twelve and up. You know, yeah. So they are playing Saginaw teams from now on. <laughs> There you go. But they just need to get a, a little better NIL program. <laughs> They'll push through that. There you go. You know? No, I, I, I think I'm, I'm excited. I, I, yeah, Cragger dumped up. Some, someone sent us the text earlier, and I was busy. And then someone else told me, and I like it. I think it's fun. I like what the Big Ten's doing. Uh, the basketball stuff is super cool too. We'll get a rematch with the damn UCLA team that beat us in the 
what is that, lead eight two years ago? Yeah. Um. Anyway. Shafe, and I know you, you've been itching for that rematch. Listen, Wabby, there are a few things I dream about, and one of them is a rematch with UCLA. <laughs> yeah, right. No, no, I hear that. Um, fellas, we did it. We got to f- almost 50 minutes by the time we close this. This was fun. I love this. It's been um, great. So that's all we have for, for today's episode. We're back. I'm, I'm going to figure out how you put uh, intros and outros to this stuff. How do we use it? Like, I don't... I'm... Uh... I I need to hold on. I gotta say, I have breaking news. I I don't wanna. I'm scared. I'm scared to say it. I'm scared to say it. Hit it. You have breaking news. Yep. I talked to a couple guys yesterday that lived in a small city called McBain, and uh, (laughs) and I said to them, I said, hey, are you guys? And I knew I knew the answer to this question just based off their looks. I said, hey, are you guys like born and raised McBain? And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, do you know Colin Potter? (laughs) And they both said, oh, yeah, Big Colin? Yeah, we know Big Colin. And I was like, this is too good. This is not happening. This happened. I promise. This happened Tuesday. And I said, Tuesday. I I said, (laughs) I said, hey, I said, hey, I I know Colin. I used to play basketball all in. You know, how's he doing? Is he still? A- we see him every once in a while. You know, he's just kind of crazy and out there. So, <laughs> you know, I didn't want to like ruin the whole shtick of the podcast. But Wait, so where is he? I think he's in the McBain area. That's how I took it. <laughs> he's back. That's how I took it. I don't know. Oh, but they confirmed that it was him. They said he was big and huge, and they said he was kind of crazy like just went off the cuff so same guy hey you know what the best part about this whole podcast is one day one of us will find colin and then we'll get to tell him that there's like a seven-year podcast series about you and it might be a little weird to hear that but you need to listen to this yeah Yeah. for sure yeah uh inspired by Colin Potter. Well, Colin, with that, if you are, are, I mean, if you're listening from McBain, buddy, um, give us a call. Colin, we want to hear from you. Colin. Check in the game, dude. I'm tired. (laughs) All right, fellas, this was fun. Later. See you, boys. Yep, bye.